morning, everyone. Let's get started. Yesterday's that was Daf Chav Gimel number 23. Today's Chav Dalit, 24 today. And we'll do a review of yesterday's Daf Ketet today's. We are learning that our, that our learning should be a schos for Rufua Shalema, for Amy Bastvora. and all else who need a refuah. Thank and you. with that, let's start our review. It's starting at the top of the page at the Mishnah, three lines down. We're talking about a woman who took on her Naziris, and she's basically ignoring the Naziris that she took on. Um, so you suffer the consequences you ignore. So if it's not she needs to get the 40 lashes for that. If the husband was Mayfair and she had no idea, so, and she was drinking wine and ignoring her vows, so she doesn't get the lashes, according to Tanakama, but according to Rebuda, maybe she won't get the lashes, the Araisa, but Midrabanan, she thought she did an Avera, so she needs lashes for that. So that's the um, Mishnah, basically. Um, and brings us to the Gemara. The Gemara says that the uh, Apostle says that, that the husband can be made for her vows, and if she breaks them, Hashem should forgive her. So talking about that type of scenario where the unbeknownst to the wife, the husband wiped away the vow, and she transgressed. So she needs kapara and slicha. So when Rabbi Kiva would get to this Pasuk, he used to cry. He said, can you imagine, somebody who just had an intent to do an Avera, didn't even do an Avera. He's trying to eat, let's say, Chazer. And he ended up eating kosher, right? He thought he was eating bacon, he was eating bakos, okay? Okay, but the bottom line is, he ate 100% kosher food. Has an OU on it. Um, so uh, he needs kapara, okay? And slicha, if you have kavana to eat, non-kosher, and you do eat non-kosher, can you imagine what kind of kapar you need? So, uh, similar, that uh, sometimes you have another scenario, that it says, <laughs> talking about a case of Asham Talui, he wasn't aware, and uh, he sinned, he's guilty, he needs to carry his sin, there's a sin involved. Now here, he had only kavanah to eat kosher, he had no kavanah to eat non-kosher, ended up being non-kosher, um, it was a Suffolk, uh, Shuma and Suffolk Chalif. And the Pasuk says, V'nasa Can you imagine somebody had Kavanah to Avera and did the Avera that of course all the more so. Is we knew this that it's actually talking about a different scenario where there's two pieces in front of him. One is um, uh, one is kosher, one's non-kosher. And he wasn't careful with whatever and he ended up beating the non-kosher. Um, so he had no intention, and so this is something worth crying about, actually, being sad about, because the point being is that we need atonement for just the kavana, even without the sin, or for just the sin without the kavana. Can you imagine the kind of kapara you need for both the sin and uh, uh, for both the, both of them, for the sin and for the... Uh, um, Why don't we just go what, to the intent, there, Rabbi? What? Why don't we just go one step beyond it? He just had in mind that maybe he wanted to eat something. Is that good enough to make a, a sin too? No, no. So there's a point that you need you have to the mice with the thinking. Is that what you think? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Um, anyway, so that's the story.
And the reason why we need to discuss these, these cases is because you wouldn't really do, to derive one from the other. By the Isha, you, you need Kapar and because the Surah was, was part of her intent. Her intent was, to, as far as she knew, she was actually doing the Avera. Okay? Um, but uh, by the Chaticha, uh, which is Savichel and Savichuman, there was no intent for any Avera, so maybe you don't need Kapar and Slicha. It's not his problem. And if you just say this case, he actually did the Isser, but the Isha, she never actually did an Isser. So maybe you don't need Kapar and Slicha. And if you just see these two, that's because it's maybe. Um, uh, there's no ikbe uh, so therefore you can get kapar and slicha, but something where there was a, a kavua iser, like you, you had two pieces in front of you, one of them is actually asr for sure, so then maybe that's worse. And it's coming to tell you that that too has the same halacha. Once we got into this these topics, so we went to the idea Rabbi Barachana said in Rabbi Yechanan, Pasuk says, Ki Yishon Hashem Tzadikim Yelchubam. Sounds like the ways of God are straight. The righteous in the same path goes and does fine. For a sinner in the same path, uh, it, it, it brings him down. So what are these two things? So first thing we thought is, is that they both, two people, they're, one, they're both roasting the Karp Pesach and they're both eating. One of them is eating it for the mitzvah and the other one's eating to fresh, to just stuff himself. So the one who did it for the mitzvah is Sadiqim Yadabam. The one that did it for Achille Kasa is Paishim Kashlubam. So Rish Lakish says that you can't call such a person a Russia. Well, that's not a Russia. Uh, granted, he's not doing the mitzvah in an ideal way. But the bottom line is you can't take away the fact that he did eat Kompesach. So he didn't have the right Kavanas. He didn't. Okay. Okay. But that doesn't make him into a, a Paisheya. So he changed the case. He says, you know what it's like? It's like two people. One is, there's a man, and there's, in, his, in his bedroom, there's a, his, his, his wife and his sister. In the middle of the night, he had relations, and so for the tzad, again, ended up having relations with his wife. That's that, that, that's the tzadikim yochubam. And the, and the sinner, he ended up having relations with his sister. That's the pashim kashubam. On that, that's what's Rish Lakish's idea. On that, the Gemara says, you can't call this the same thing. Uh, that, it's not, not a fair comparison. It has to be where it's the same path. So the answer is is that the, is, 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 is the intent, and it's like the story of Light and his two daughters. Light, for Light, the, the behavior with his two daughters was sinful, and for the two daughters, it was L'Shem Shamayim, and it was a mitzvah. It was a good thing okay, in their mind. They thought they were keeping the men of the human beings alive, and that was a, a value. Um, but he had kavanas averus. So the Gemara says, how can you possibly say he had um, uh, uh, bad kavanas? He was drunk. So first of all, Rabbi Yochanan says he his whole uh, reason for separating from Avram was due to his desire for averus. It wasn't just money; and it was averus. <laughs> that was the, that was what he was looking for. And we quoted all the psukim of Yisalot. And uh, that's a reference to the wife of uh, Potiphar when she wanted to be with Yosef. And it says, as Einav, um, um, which is Kihi Yashubeinai, that's a reference to Shimshon. Yeah, but I wish to save um, him. Like and he wasn't... saw what? And as Shemem Chamor, what do you mean? I mean, I wish to save him, right? Save who? He was the Tzadik in the ear, the Stut. 
He it wasn't was, such a it bad It wasn't person. for his own schos. It was because of Avram. It was Avram's schos that he was saved. Hmm. That's what, to the, uh, I know, people are complicated. What do you want? He does. He does. Lot, had, Lot was not a not simply, wasn't, wasn't, Lot wasn't. Called Russia. We're calling him, yeah, call him, I don't know. Right now, this this quote over here looks at him in a, in a negative light. That's all. So there we call Esau uh, a Russia because he he separated himself from Abraham. I mean, not from Esau, Lord, 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 Lord. I, I know. That. I, I'm, I'm just going another case, very similarly. We call Esau a Russia. Why we call Esau a Russia? Because he separated himself from Yaakov and he moved over to his dead home to have it with his away from that Eretz Yisrael. Is that why we call him Esau? I don't know if that's the reason. I mean, the same old thinking. I mean, the same yeah, lot, you know. He looked know, over there. Not lot. Of, uh, yeah. It's, you know, who are we to judge? That's for sure. Okay? I'm not saying to judge people. But the bottom line is, the Gemara is seeing in Lot's behavior when separating from Lot, I mean, from, well, from Avram, he was in going to Sodom. His intent there was not just to... But he said it's a beautiful country. What did yeah, he say? right. There's, but there's, there's hints that it was more than just yeah. beautiful. He was beautiful people. There was pretty the ladies. Lifestyle. He was attracted to the lifestyle. Well, there were things. California. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. never, never. <laughs> Houston, we start. Under the city Okay, anyway. was more interested in the Kashmir than the Okay, anyway. Bottom line is... Um, so the Gemara says, still, why, how can you fault him? fault him? He was drunk completely, was an owner. So the Gemara says, it says by, by after the first night, he says they got up. It says, Bishikva Ubakuma. So there the Kuma spelled with a dot on the vav of, of the word Bakuma, which tells you that he noticed when he woke up. So what should he do? Right, he didn't know, but there was something that he, he sort of sensed something was amiss. Um, he said something was happened last night. He didn't know what it was. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't just a dream, right? <laughs> anyway, something he was. He didn't know. He realized. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, bottom line is, um, he, he he did know something, and he should have not allowed himself to get drunk the second night. So that's where the fact that he allowed it means that you know he was masking to whatever happened. He liked the wine. Right, oh, you like yeah. the wine. The wine was very strong. Okay. And then you punish, if you drink wine, you punish too. Okay. Is that why you get punished? Okay. That's, well, anyway, the point being is he shouldn't have let well, himself yeah. get into that state. That was the problem. First time, I, I understand. Know. He had no idea. All right. So Rabbi says, quotes a pasuk, What happened is, is that that sin of separating from Avram was what created a status that his, his children, his offspring, Ammon and Moab, the two nations came from him, are prohibited to marry into the Jewish people. It was like, you're separating, you're locked out. Okay, um, Rava, and other says, Rabbi Yitzchak, it says, When somebody desires, uh, is, 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 is acting for his desire, they want their space. They want to separate from others it's uh, there's a certain selfishness anyway. That's the deep idea of this concept. Anyway, the point being is that's referencing Lot, and uh, what comes from that is that in the end his sin becomes public, public knowledge, 
And that's what he's saying. Everyone knows and their Isser is forever. Their offspring are forever remain with the with that taint. Now, Ula says that sometimes you have two mices that seemingly are the same unsavory acts. Tamar, who's who's Mizana with Yuda and uh, Zimri, who who was who also did an act of promiscuity with Cosby Bastor. Uh, for Tamar, she married it because of that act to have kings and prophets come. <coughs> and for Zimri, from his act, uh, two, 22,000 uh, Jews had to die. So you see the difference, what the intent behind the act, is it just to satisfy your lusts, or is it, or is it to, um, um, you know, for, for good reasons, for a good purpose. <coughs> Similar, uh, along the same lines, Rav Nachman Yitzhak says that a Nevei Lishma is greater than a Mitzvah Shalolishma. Now this does not mean that a Mitzvah Shalolishma is a bad thing, because Adarav, a person should always be Isaac and Torah Mitzvahs, even Shalolishma, because we talk Shalolishma Balashma. But so it's, uh, it's the same as a Mitzvah Shalolishma, it also is, is very great. As the Pasuk says, Tavarach Minashim Ya'el, that's the story of Yael who seduced Sisra and she allowed herself to have relations with him to weaken him so that she could kill him to save the Jewish people that was her full intent and, um, and we see that, that there's Psukim uh, in the song of Devorah where he indicates that, he had, that uh, Sisra had seven times seven acts of relations with her uh, knocked her out Knocked him out, actually, but then she and then he, after he fell asleep, she, she gave him milk, of course, and he conked out, and then he, she was able to um, stick a uh, whatever a tent a tent a yeah in his head, and that's what uh, whatever that was the end of the end end of Sisra. Um, well, wasn't he defeated already? What was the purpose here? Is he really a threat to the Jewish people? His army was completely wiped out. <coughs> it's it's like, uh, what did he say? was saying after he was defeated? You know, it's um. Because he was guilty. It was. It was necessary. I imagine it was. You know, like whenever they're, when their leader's dead, then the whole, then the things, the threat's gone. That's the that was the idea. Anyway, right. She, she was married to a Canaanite. <coughs> right. She, she, she wasn't a Jewish. She right. Most likely, she was not Jewish. So like, we're celebrating her. She has a prominent place. She's a very prominent place, right? Became a Jewish name, even. Because yeah. she helped the Jewish people. Yeah, her intent was to save. They, they were, they were, she was part of uh, Yisro's family, you know? Obviously, right. They had a lot of respect, you know. We don't have all the details of every story. It says Aisha's Khever All right. Anyway, good questions. All excellent questions. Anyway, the Gemara asks, is that, is that, but she had pleasure from the act of, of relations, so the answer is, is that what's good for the Russia is bad for the Tzaddik. And that's what he said, that, that uh, Hashem warned Lavan, don't speak to Yaakov, good or bad. Bad, I understand, why not good? There it says, he's good, it's bad. Okay, so just don't do anything. Okay, once we mention this idea of a person being Oisekotari Mitzvah, even Shalai Lashma, because there's a concept that from Shalolishma comes to Lishma. Um, 
um, we we gave a good example of that. There were twenty. There were forty-two carbonos that Balak Russia, king of Moab, uh, uh, brought, and that 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 had a, and that was l'shem shemayim. Obviously, it was to destroy the Jewish people. So, but the bottom line it was a mitzvah shalol l'shma. It was carbonos, and he married it to have Rus come from it. Um, and Rus was the granddaughter of Eglon, the king of Moab, who was an anical of Bolop. Okay? Um, now, Rav Chia Bar Abbas, the name of Yechanan, that a who even rewards talking nicely, having a clean expression. And that's why the Bechira, who was called her son Moab, was taken to death for being so overt about the nature of, the, of, of who the father was. Um, and therefore, when passing through Moab's land, you're allowed to bother them, just not war. Um, but by the younger one, who's called, who, who named her child Ben Ami, which is a little more subtle, cleaner expression, it, you aren't allowed to even bother them when passing through their land. Okay? But on the flip side, a person should always look to do it for a mitzvah, because that one night that Moab preceded uh, the act of relations with her father, thinking of it, that it's a mitzvah, she married it to join Kali Yisrael four generations earlier. Because after all, Ruth's son, whose name was Oved, was, uh, was part of the Jewish people. And that's Oved, Yishai, David, and Shlomo. And the first generation uh, was Shlomo's wife was Namahamonis. And the first time Amon came part of Klal Yisrael was by Rechavim, her child. So it's four generations later. And that's where we got up to yesterday. And we'll take it from here.